Art is more than just a composition of beautiful colors and carefully placed brushstrokes. When we can think about it more expansively, that is. Welcome to the Art of Podcast, a show that unveils the masterpiece resulting from you taking your healing into your own hands. I'm your host, Leah Fisher, a trauma survivor turned multi-awarded reflectionist artist with a master's degree in counseling. My highest intention is to create a community for self-healers. Together, we'll unlock your own creative capacity to design a life of holistic wellness and embrace the healing journey, one step at a time. You're listening to the Art of Podcast, and this is episode number 15. Well, welcome back, my creatives and my people. Thank you so much for tuning back into the Art of Podcast. I am Leah Fisher. I'm your host, and it is Sunday night, and I generally publish on Monday mornings, and I have started editing my own audio, so we'll see how this goes. If I can turn it around in time, I'm hoping I can. I think I will be able to. And I have to tell you, I am really loving the technicality of getting into editing the audio. I didn't know if I was really going to love it, but it's actually kind of easy. So anyone who's out there and they're contemplating doing some podcasting and some editing, I think you should try it because I think you'll be surprised at how easy it is. And I'm trying to learn Photoshop too. And this is not easy. I don't know what these people were smoking when they designed this. It's completely not intuitive. I have to take a deep dive into YouTube and try to figure it out. But my Instagram may not be looking as cool because I had an amazing company who was doing everything for me. And along with some of the the branding and the marketing around my podcast, I've just uh, tried to start doing some of it myself. And I've actually been trying to do a lot of things myself that I've been hiring people to do. I've also been mowing my own yard. I got a lawnmower and a weed whacker. And this is, this is actually quite hysterical. My yard does not look that good. It does not. <laughs> it is an art all unto itself, but I am doing it. I don't know. There's something kind of meditative about it. I like it. I like it. So if I had to pick what was my favorite between editing audio, mowing my lawn and Photoshop, I think it's editing the audio. I think that's the one, but I don't know. I'm just kind of getting to this grounded place in my life that I really want to take responsibility and some of the things that I consume and kind of some of the things I do. And this is just a little bit of the path that I'm on. I mean, it gets really hot during summer. So we'll see if I can break my addiction to my, my yard people, but we'll see. I don't know, but this is kind of what I want to talk to you guys about today on the podcast is I want to talk about our things and our relationship to our things and our attachment to our things and how it shows up in our life. And I started listening to this podcast called The Minimalists. And it is it is a really, really great podcast. A friend of mine recommended it to me. And I think that most of the people who know me would never accuse me of being a minimalist. And I don't know that I'm ever going to be the kind of person who is kind of stripped down to the very essentials in my life. 
you know, I, I can't predict the future, but I, I love my beautiful things. I have always loved pretty things. When I was a kid, my favorite thing was to play dress up with my mom's and my grandmother's jewelry and, and high heels and, and all the things. I'm just super girly like that. And I really love it. And when I was in junior high, we didn't have a lot of money and I, I didn't have a lot of the things that kids had when I was at that age and I always felt kind of insecure about it. And I think one of my motivations for being successful and in, in, in doing things in life it was so that I could have what I wanted. And, you know, I'm not a rich person by any means, but I've worked and I've, I can buy things that I want, you know, for the most part, I mean, not everything, but a lot of the things I can, I can, I can do it, you know? And so that was a really great thing to feel and to accomplish. But as I'm looking around my life and around my house and especially in my closet, it makes me question myself a little bit because I just have accumulated a lot of stuff, a lot of things that I don't really love, that I don't really use. And when I'm listening to this podcast, they really bring home the idea of having things in your life that really bring an added value instead of just a bunch of clutter. So that's what I want to talk about. I think this really got modeled for me. I had one of my, my grandmother who I absolutely adored. She was just amazing, huge supportive force in my life, but she liked her things too. And she kind of grew up in the depression era where you really didn't know if you were going to have the things that you really needed. And I think that with that generation, it definitely traumatized them a bit. And she definitely held on to things. A couple of things that I remember about her, she had the most amazing closets because they were packed full of treasures of things that I thought were treasures, you know, just like little baubles and little gloves and jewelry boxes and just all this stuff. And they were so organized, but there was not one single centimeter in there left to put anything. And it was kind of impressive. I mean, I don't know how she organized stuff like that. And the other thing that she had was in her garage, she had this three rows of boxes and I never knew what were in these boxes. And when she passed, <laughs> come to find out what was in those boxes were other boxes within boxes, within boxes, within boxes. And it sounds a little crazy, but think about it. You know, I understand this mindset because I know what she was thinking. She was thinking, we're going to need a box for something, whether it's Christmas or packing somebody up or something. And she didn't want to go buy other boxes. So she's just holding on to it. It's like this, this, what if I'm going to need this someday? And you know, I think we can all relate to that on some level. I mean, I know I can. When I started listening to this podcast and they made the suggestion to take 30 minutes a week and just go through your house and really get rid of the things you're not really using or the things you don't really appreciate, you don't really love. And I realized that I had a lot of what if items. And so it's been uh it's been quite the experience to really let some of those things go. Why do I do this? Why do we do this? 
I think that it creates this illusion of safety and comfort. And what's ironic about that is that it kind of does exactly the opposite because when we're so cluttered in our space and in our mind, there's no room for bringing in something that really is going to add value. And there's a lot of cleaning and organizing and, and moving around to make room for other things. And it's a little bit of crazy making, at least in my life and in my house. And so I've been really working on that and really looking at my relationship to my physical items. And this is what I've come up with. I mean, look, I have more than I deserve. I have more than anyone could ever use. And that's not, you know, um, I, I'm very grateful to have that because there are so many people who are struggling on a day to day. And I realize what a privileged position in life that I'm in. But I think having that luxury and having that amount of things, it makes me question, what do I really need? And is this really serving my purpose and and bringing value to my life? And for me, what brings me value and purpose is doing this podcast, creating my art, being of service to other people. And some of the stuff really isn't doing that, you know? I mean, and let me be clear, I'm always going to appreciate good shoes and good bags and, and good clothes. And I, I don't feel like it's a moral failing of mine because I want these things or, or love these things or purchase these things. I just want my head to be in the right space around it because it's, it's, it's a tricky, slippery slope. Because for me, I have to really look at, at my things and I have to say, what is their purpose in my life? And when I'm buying them, what's my motivation behind that? Because I've done it all, you know, I'm having a bad day. I'm going to get a pair of shoes. I want to impress a certain person. So I'm going to get this level of something of knickknack of this caliber, or I might even experience some shame about not having the exact right thing. Right. I think we are all a little susceptible to this goodness. I mean, how could we not? I mean, we're bombarded on a daily basis with people saying you have to look this way. This is the level of success that you need to portray to the world. You need to have this. I mean, (laughs) kids in junior high obsessed with labels, right? I mean, huge, big flashy labels. And I think we all kind of get this little hit of dopamine when we feel like we have something that's a little elite and valuable to people. And maybe some people can't have that. You know, I'm sure there's a whole psychology behind the luxury market. And I, I'm not saying I'm not susceptible to that. You know, there are certain brands that I want that I still want. And I'm not going to beat myself up over that. But I really, really want to say, okay, am I buying this because I really feel like it's a thing of beauty and that this is going to help me with the art of how I want to portray myself? Or am I doing it out of some attitude of lack and trying to portray that I am better than? 
I think it's a delicate balance. I don't know that either is good or bad. I just think that at the place where I am in my life, I want what I buy and how I portray myself to be coming from a place of authenticity. And I just think it's a fine line that I have to walk. And the excess of everything. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's not just clothes and things like that. I have excess of everything. I was going through some drawers and cleaning out my lipstick. You know how many lipsticks I had? A whole drawer full. You know how many I wear? Four. <laughs> you know, and I, I know this is just me. I, I mean, I just can see advertisements and certain shades of lipstick and me trying it, even knowing that that isn't something that I want to wear. But I, I'm, I'm pretty suggestible and I'm the perfect person to market to because I have a, this appreciation for beauty and, and a standard that I want to live up to. But I think maybe it just doesn't need all that all the time. So one of the things that I've been doing is just second guessing my purchasing a little bit. You know, I'm not asking myself or anyone else never to buy anything again. I mean, good God, why would we want to do that? But when I'm about to make a purchase, kind of checking in with myself about my why, like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Especially around Amazon. I mean, if something's $9.99, I'm probably going to buy it, (laughs) you know, and it's, it's like, I, it's like, I feel like I need it and I want it. And then it's not exactly what I want when it gets here. And I have this whole pile of Amazon stuff that I haven't returned, you know, for me in my life, that's a little out of balance. And I don't think it's me necessarily giving up anything of value for me not to click every time I want to. I think one of my things that I've been doing on Amazon is I'll go through and add everything to my cart and wait a couple of days. And then I'll go back and say, oh my gosh, you don't even want this. You know, it's really amazing. It's really amazing how that works. So in addition to monitoring my impulse spending a little bit, I also have started going around my house and just decluttering things. My litmus test of whether I'm going to keep it or not is if I haven't used it or worn it in a year, I, it goes, unless I really, really love it. Like I have a few pieces of clothing that I just think are so beautiful and I just, I just want them and that's okay. I can still want that. You know, maybe I will wear it in five years. Maybe I'll give it to somebody I really care about when the time is right. Who knows? But there are some things that are just my little treasures that I want. And I think that's okay. When I was doing this, I came across this box of, I was in my garage. Okay. This box made it to the garage. I have this box of sweaters and in my head, what I was thinking is if I'm ever homeless, I'm really going to need these sweaters. (laughs) You know, I'm going to be cold. I'm going to need these sweaters if I'm homeless. And first of all, I hate, I don't like sweaters. I don't like wearing sweaters. I don't think they look cute on me. I don't know what it is. I don't like them, but I had all these sweaters that I just, I've been carrying these sweaters around for years. Some of them I think were like 15 or 20 years old. And it was just all about me being scared that I wasn't going to be safe and secure. And there was something about this box of sweaters that made me feel like I had it handled. You know, do you have anything like that in your life that you have that 
you really, really just don't need, and you probably won't. And the thing is, if I end up being homeless someday, I'm going to have a lot bigger problems than that. I have a feeling. And I don't know that those sweaters would have made it to under the bridge, this theoretical bridge situation that I might've been in anyway. See, it's just irrational. And it was just taking up space. It was making all of these things. I had a few things like this. It was just making it hard for me to get organized and to have this certain amount of peace in my physical surroundings and, felt really good to donate those sweaters because you know what? There is someone out there that's homeless that that's actually probably going to help them out a lot. And I can be grateful that it's not me today. You know, we can't predict a future, but I don't need those sweaters today. <laughs> so I don't know that we need to feel guilty about having things and being in a position in life where we aren't in dire straits around things, but I just, I want to keep things in balance. I want to, to be able to have things, not because I'm out of balance and in this intense desire for them, but like, it's okay to have them, to not have them. And, and to really just be aware of why I love things, if I want things and spending my time and my resource and my money on it. So if this speaks to you at all, check out this podcast. They talk about a lot of different things, mental decluttering, impulse buying, regret on big purchases, things that they would and wouldn't do again. I've certainly done that a lot too. And I'm just learning a lot about just, uh, just my relationship to the physical items in my life. And so if that's interest to you, you should check it out too. And what I will say, and this is one of the things that really, made a big impact on my life and around physical items. My dad, when he passed away, I'm an only child, and I was pretty much in charge of going through his home when he passed. He he had to go into a care facility before he died, and he had to leave his house with the majority of his things. And I, I remember it hitting me so incredibly hard because to live a whole life, and to leave and say, none of this matters anymore. None of it mattered. And it, it, it was really uh, sobering and, and it did change me a little bit around the attachment that I have to all the little sentimental items and everything, because you know what, you really, really can't take it with you. And the things that matter that we leave behind are in our legacy and the investments that we have made in other people and the world around us. And it all becomes irrelevant at some point. And so, I don't know, making the choice to say what's valuable, what's not. And that's different for everyone. It's different for everyone. But uh, just a little theoretical mind trip I'm trying to bring you down. <laughs> So anyway, if that is even interesting to you, check out their work on that podcast and let me know what you think about it. Okay. So that is going to be it for today. As always, if you will leave me a five-star review and a comment, it would really be a big deal because as you know, this is a brand new podcast and this is how it gets distributed and listened to. If you would like to 
reach out to me on Instagram. I'm at Leah Fisher Art. And you can check out my new website too. I just got it up last week and it has a bunch of my resources that I talk about on this podcast. And you can scroll through there and look at what I'm looking at and read what I'm reading and all the things. So have a great week and I will talk to you soon.